maybe didn't necessarily know that they could tap into their imagination, that that was even like a well that was even like tappable, right? To use this word and didn't know that they could co-create, you know, their life. It, it's just so interesting because when things like that start to happen, it's like, what the hell? Like, what else could happen? What else could like, where else could your imagination take you that you never thought was possible? We know how important people are and how rapidly technology is and will continue to change our world. The way we live, the way we work, and the way we experience life as we know it. In a hyper-connected global economy, it is the combination of extraordinary people and advanced tech that will make a brighter future. But without evolved leaders knowing how to apply that value of neurodiversity, businesses, teams, and relationships will exponentially suffer. We believe in your ability and are obsessed with helping people like you shift into unlimited potential. It is our honor to help you and your teams optimize and automate the skills, tools, and solutions that can bridge that gap between intelligence and implementation as you venture into your unique mission. Let us welcome you to Evolve Ventures. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Evolve Ventures, where we are making evolution possible for growth-minded humans through vulnerable lessons, stories, and technology. I am your host, Bianca Thomas. And I am your host, Amelia Smith. Welcome back. Another episode, y'all. Welcome if you are a new listener. 134, we are diving into how your imagination is more powerful than you think. And we put the dot, dot, dot there <laughs> because we hope to spark that that thing deep with inside each one of us, which I believe is so essential for manifestation, for creation, for any sort of evolution, whatever that might look, which is curiosity. Curiosity for me tends to be one of the biggest underestimated tools that I believe every single person has the ability to tap more into when it comes to their imagination. And I think Mm -hmm. that I know for me, when I look at like the slew of dreams and things that I've imagined and things that I've actually created and or have manifested, it all started with a little baby, baby curiosity. A little bit, a little seed of curiosity. So uh, <laughs> to know, that extent, I'm excited because Bianca yeah. and I are going to take a little bit of a different tact with this episode. So yeah, welcome to the table. I think what's really interesting that it, is that I've never actually, I've never been a person who was a dreamer. Hmm. Like I've never been someone who like, just believed things that were possible, believed that, you know, if I wanted something and if I really thought hard about it and if I really worked hard for it, that I could get it. Mm. My imagination never really, it never really worked like that. Like I think for a big majority of my life, I was just somebody who took things as they came and hoped that maybe hopefully someday things would work out. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you met me in a point in my life when I was like that. Like, I had no dreams. I didn't have a – I didn't have, like, a vivid imagination of where my life would be or where we would go. So, like, the fact that we created what we have, it's really – 
it was something I couldn't have imagined. It it was unbelievable to me. Like mm-hmm. I never thought that something like this could be possible. Hmm. <sighs> that makes me <laughs> really like, happy. Shit. It makes me like <laughs> duly happy as it does. It kind of makes me sad too because like I think about that and I'm like, well, like B, like how many people do you think in this world were or are just the way that you used to be? right? Like just kind of accepted things for the way they were and maybe didn't necessarily know that they could tap into their imagination, that that was even Mm -hmm. like a well that was even like tappable, right? To use this word. And didn't know that they could co-create, you know, their life. I think most people are at that place. I think what's so interesting though is like, You and I have talked about this before, and I think I've mentioned this on a previous podcast. Mm -hmm. For the longest time, like, I wasn't ever someone who genuinely had friends. Like, when I was a kid, like, I was kind of – I was very much picked on. I was very much bullied. I was that, like, weird girl that would do whatever she could to get people to like her and to be friends with her. So I was a chameleon. I would morph, and everyone knew it. So I was really – like bullied and picked on and made fun of. And I always, I remember I always had a thought of like, I want a best friend. Like I really want a friend like you see in movies or like I've seen other people have where it's like they do everything together. They're always together. People know that they're like, they're like with each other and that like you're not gonna mess with one of them and the other one isn't gonna come into play and I just remember always (laughs) wanting that and always wishing that I had that and like wishing me and my sister were like that and we weren't because we were just two very very different people and I just remember always being so different and never believing that that was going to happen for me and then I go to this Muay Thai gym because Kevin is like hey B like if you want to get back into fighting maybe try Muay Thai instead of karate and I'm like all right (laughs) so I go to this Muay Thai gym and here's this girl who beats the living hell out of me and I'm like oh my (laughs) god I think this is it I think I found her like I think I found that person and it just ended up working out. Like we ended up becoming so close and now we're like inseparable. Like we joke around that like Alan's your husband and I'm your wife. And it's like, we just, partners. yeah, seriously. Like we just created this, we, we created what I always wanted and even more than I thought was possible. And mm. it was really, it was really like transformative for me because I never I never understood that if you really do imagine something mm-hmm. and if you really set your intentions to finding it, like it will happen. Hmm. And there's a lot of data and science obviously that goes behind that. Like we've talked about reciprocal determinism and karma mm-hmm. and how they're like – there's just a lot of science behind it. But – it, it's just so interesting because when things like that start to happen, it's like, what the hell? Like, what else could happen? What else mm. could like – where else could your imagination take you that you never thought was possible? Like someone like Steve Jobs, for example, like he straight up created that. 
mm-hmm. and Walt Disney and all of these other, you know, visionaries or like Oprah Winfrey creating the own network, right? Like it's just you don't really know what's possible until you start just having like that twinge of hope of like, yeah, but what if? Mm. Yeah, but what if? Well, that's where that curiosity part comes in. And it's funny that you mentioned like you always wanted your sister to be your best friend because I think that that's very much same. So I don't necessarily talk about my family too, too much on this podcast because they've made it very evident that they want to be left out of the equation when it comes to me talking publicly, mm-hmm. um, makes them uncomfortable. So, but, um, with specifically my experience around my sister, um, what I will say is that, um, it's funny you say that because I having a younger sister, it was always like so cool. It was awesome because I immediately thought that like that would mean she'd be my best friend for life. That would mean yeah. like anything that I wanted to do, like she would be right there game for it. And this poor gal, now woman, you know, like I I thought that she wanted to be that for me too. I thought that that's mm-hmm. what she wanted too. And in reality, I've I've very much woken up to the fact that that was never the case. Um, and I remember so much like seeing what could be possible as best friends or what could be possible, possible as business partners or what could be possible as like whatever relationship I believe we were capable of creating. When in reality, what I noticed is that that was, that, that was because I was, I would have been the one creating that Mm. and her equally wanting to co-create in that regard. And so, you know, I remember thinking about even different business ventures that I got so excited about that I wanted to pull her into. Um, And I was like, we could do this. Like I would see the passions and the the things that she thought were her purpose. And I always try to, in a way, try to manifest those for her or with her. And, you know, it's funny that you say that because in a same way, kind of to that same vein, okay, well, since my sister didn't want to do that, well, okay, like who's the next person that would want to do that? It would be like my friends. And none of my friends were really entrepreneurial in the sense that they wanted to take a leap towards like the growth and contribution. And mm-hmm. um, when I, you know, when I started to look at some of my dreams and some of, some of the things that I wanted to do in the world, there was no one that really said like, Em, like I want to join you on that mission. Like I want to co-create that world too, right? No one really that like had a bigger Im- imagination than I did. And certainly no one that was nearly as curious when it came to this world and some of the things that we could do to help improve it. And so it's funny because as you kind of like think about the like challenge with when you do start to have an Im- imagination, you do kind of start to prove what's possible for you simply alone, when you have and when you meet other people that actually can help co-create what that world is that you see, what is possible is so amazing. You know, just Mm. thinking about Evolve, like, and you and I were talking about this a little bit before. It's like, man, I always had hoped that I wouldn't be the only one on this journey creating all of this with the world. And I'm so grateful now because while my imagination always knew that many people could be a part of this mission and this impact and this train that we have rolling, I never I started to lose hope a little bit, honestly, of of who actually would join me in that journey. And yeah. that's where I get so grateful for you and Alan, you know, my two life partners, because at the end of the day, <laughs> you know, you guys were the first of many people that actually helped me to see that I didn't have to like create this 
this world and contribute to this world in a positive way that I felt so deeply called from a, a, a duties standpoint. Mm. And then once that, you guys helped me see that, like the world opened up, you know, our team members, like all of these things were manifested as a result of that curiosity of what if, what if I could help to change the world in a positive way? What if, you know, one of my favorite quotes is be the change that you wish to see in the world. What if, you know, what if I could, and it's like the little train that could, you know, you start to prove <laughs> to yourself, like it's, it's not only possible, it's possible for you yeah. and it'll be worth it because there's people that want to be on those trains. And when it comes to, you know, any listener that's listening to this, your imagination is far more powerful than you think that that dot, dot, dot represents that curiosity. Like, where are you not being curious in your life right now? Where are you not tapping into that that wealth of imagination to actually make those dreams that you have come true? Hmm. It's <laughs> a little cool bit of a different, at. huh? I said it could. That was cool to look back at. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. A little bit of a different approach for this episode, but I liked this. This was interesting. Definitely interesting. I hope that um. I think, you know, if there's going to be any lesson or any takeaway for a listener, like, and this is one question B that I wanted to ask you before we definitely mm. jumped off. Like, what do you think is the biggest preventer for anyone that, you know, had the experience that you had, for example, where maybe they, they are in that spot? Like, how do they know that they're in that spot? Because I think that obviously, like, you didn't spend your entire life there, right? You, you accepted kind of the world as it was and imagination wasn't necessarily huge and you had your own experience but like now obviously you're starting to be around visionaries and you're starting to develop that skill Hmm. on your own accord so like how would someone listening to this how would they know that maybe they're in that that part of their life or that phase or that chapter where they're not tapping into their imagination and getting curious and co-creating the future that they're on the trajectory to how would they know that and then number two what is it that's getting in their way how do they know they're not tapping into their imagination yeah i think as everything seems hopeless Mm. like that's how it felt for me yeah like things didn't seem overly exciting or overly Yeah, I would just say exciting. Like I wasn't I wasn't excited about my future. I wasn't excited about like Were you like what was in store for me. Yeah, a little bit cuz it was mm. like is this all that's going to be? Like is this is this mm-hmm. what this is going to continue being? Like I had no idea what what my future was going to hold for me. Mm. Genuinely, I had no idea. And it was mm-hmm. like I really hope this doesn't continue. Like, I hope this is not what my life looks like going forward. Because if it is, like, it ain't it. (laughs) It ain't it at all. So, second question, how do you get out of that? I would say challenge yourself to do the things that in the past you've told yourself you wanted to do and talked yourself out of. Mm. Like, joining that Muay Thai course. Like it was pretty mm-hmm. expensive. It was like 200 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. But I was like, something might come out of this. I've always wanted to learn how to fight better. So mm-hmm. let's do it. Why not? And then, mm-hmm. 
it was kind of just like inevitable from there. <laughs> I got the shit beaten out of me by this one. And then <laughs> now we're creating our dreams. So it's like, you never know what could happen. So I guess I would say, yeah, that's what I would say. Try, try to do some of the things that you convinced yourself you can't. Put yourself out there. See what happens. I like it. You never know what will come from a punch in the stomach. Or a hook to the face. Hook to the face. Hell yeah. What's your episode suggestion? Um, Episode suggestion would be um, this is interesting because it it doesn't necessarily apply as much, but uh, (laughs) my initial one was number 13, bringing it way on back to understand why you need balance. Um, This is talking about masculinity and femininity right when we were like little baby podcasters. Little babies. Um, But I think that this is still relevant as a result of how maybe you might have a gender box that you might feel grounded in because you're a feminine, you know, the world looks more hopeless for you because there maybe mm-hmm. might be cultural or societal or gender norms that are seemingly or feeling like they're stacked up against you. Uh, and or maybe there might be masculine gender norms that you've um, felt pressured and boxed in by, and you really haven't had the permission to kind of explore what's my feminine side, what's my masculine side. And if I were to have a degree of balance, right, this meta- metaphysical concept, how can I channel both my masculinity and my femininity at the same time in the same moment in a, in a day to be able to actually manifest my, what I what I know and believe and feel pulled to? How can I use those concepts that energy to actually tap more into my imagination. So I do believe it's still relevant. So what about you, B? Mine is the next one after that, 14, your unique energetic dualism with Shauna Pelton. All right. Cool. All righty. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We hope this was valuable. We hope this helped spark your imagination a little bit. And we'll see you next time. Bye, Bye, everyone. everyone. If this episode resonated with you or you heard something you know will help you evolve, please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this discussion. We know firsthand how important it is to have people who support and celebrate your evolution. That's why we created our free live virtual event called Out of the Mud that we host the last Wednesday of every single month at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You don't even have to be on camera. You can literally just listen in if you want to so that you can get this content. You can hear what the community has to say and be involved with the conversation in real time. Extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. Click in the link for Out of the Mud in the show notes to register for our next event. We love hearing from our listeners and community members. In efforts to help you evolve, we invite you to connect with us on Instagram or Facebook at Evolve Ventures or reach out to us directly via DM at Evolve with Amelia and Evolve with Bianca. Be on the lookout for our IG lives that we host every single Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses that are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy, medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice. Oh, 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 oh,